It's January 8th, 2021, and this Wednesday is the deadline for the COVID relief package part one that nonprofits are applying to. We just had a workshop with Mike Daniel of the Small Business Development Center at California State University Fullerton, where our center is also located. We're neighbors. We're not going to broadcast that workshop because that workshop uh, is for a grant that is due on Wednesday, and this there's not really enough time to get this out. So what I've decided to do is broadcast a part of our conversation on what he's telling me is coming up for nonprofit organizations in terms of federal assistance for COVID. Welcome to 501c3BS, busting the myths of the social sector and deprogramming you for organizational growth. Brought to you by the Gianneschi Center for Nonprofit Research at California State University Fullerton College of Business and Economics, celebrating our 25th anniversary year in 2021. I'm Zoot Velasco, director of the Gianneschi and your host for this podcast journey. My guest today is Mike Daniel the Regional Director for the Orange County Inland Empire SBDC Network, which stands for Small Business Development Center Network, which assists aspiring entrepreneurs and current business owners throughout Orange, San Bernardino, and Riverside counties in California. Mike was formerly the Director of the SBDC Office in Long Beach City College from 2010 to 2015. He is a business owner and entrepreneur himself. I like to call him the candy man because he started his own Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory in Manhattan Beach, went on to open up a second location in Long Beach, and now has in Shoreline Village of Long Beach, the Sugar Daddy Sweet Shop, as well as some other business interests. Mike is here because the SBDC is the primary partner for the California Small Business COVID-19 Relief Grant Program, which the first round has just occurred. And the second round will be coming up soon. And he's here to tell us about some of the other COVID relief packages that are on the horizon. Okay, go ahead. Tell us what's coming up on the PPP front. All right. I'm just going to go through some of these basic ones. And they're still being built as we speak. So Paycheck Protection Program, um, this is really round two, right? So this is coming out um, as early as Monday. So SBA is rolling this out on Monday. Now, the banks have to catch up, obviously. So they have to completely understand this. But this will be open to small businesses and nonprofits that receive PPP, and they have opened it up to 501c6s for this as well. So that's kind of the nuance to this one that wasn't available before. It's for businesses with less than 300 employees, and you have to be able to show a 25% decrease in sales revenue from one quarter of 2020 compared to 2019. And the best, well, I shouldn't say the best part. The, the good part about this is you get to choose the quarter, right? So. Obviously, I'm sure you could choose a quarter that you lost more than 25%. So, well, since we don't have sales revenue, so to speak, are they talking about just a net loss? Well, so let's say, let's say you did an event, right? I mean, that event maybe drives in $50,000. Well, now you don't have that $50,000. So yeah, it'd be the same. I mean, you're looking at the same thing. Okay. Because no, I mean, lot. like some some of our organizations don't, don't have any earned income at all. Right. Um, you know, some of them run on their their earned income is like a, a, a federal grant or a or a contract with the state for homeless services or something. So, in that case, I'm not sure they, they probably would. wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not sure they would qualify then for this. Okay. Um, and then the second second round of PPP loans. So you you can't be a publicly traded company. Um, you can't receive more than two million dollars. Um, in the first round, it was ten million, and you have to have less than three hundred employees. They're really trying to make sure that the larger companies don't take all this money. There's $286 million or billion dollars in this. Sorry, I struggle to say billion because I don't even know what that really means. Um, it's such a big number. Um, 
it is still the same qualifi qualification and it's still the same multiplier, right? So you take your 2019 salaries and, and wages and divide by, divide by 12. So you get your average monthly salary or payroll and you multiply by 2.5. Um, the only difference in this one is for NAICS code 72 restaurants, um, movie theaters, hotels, they actually get a 3.5% or 3.5 times qualifier. So they get a little bit more with that ability. Nonprofit 501c6 organizations who spend less than 15% of their budget on lobbying are now eligible to apply. So as long as you don't do too much lobbying, you're, you're in good shape if you're a 501c6. Um, forgiveness updates. So PPP loans can be forgiven up to the full amount of the loan if utilized for eligible expenses. Did any of you guys, if you received an idle loan, right, and you also received the idle advance, you'll notice on the PPP, they subtracted the idle advance from your PPP loan. They are not allowed to do that. So they actually have to give it back to you. Um, so I don't know if any that happened to any of you guys, but that's a that's a small nuance, but it's a couple thousand dollars that are up to $10,000 that, that can obviously make a huge difference. And then loans that are less than $150,000 will be forgiven with a one page forgiveness document. So I don't know if you guys have done any of the forgiveness yet. Um, it is it can be, you know, for anybody that got more than 150 right now, it's like it's a giant document. It can melt for anybody that got less than 150, it has to be less than one page, right? So it's gotta be super simple. Um, and so that's, that's a good thing for everybody. Um, tax implications. So IRS ruled that this was taxable and then uh, the, lead, the Congress said it is not taxable. So that came out. So round one and two are no longer taxable. So that's obviously a huge deal and makes a huge, huge difference to your bottom line there. So let's go into idle. So if anybody received, did anybody get the idle loan? One, it got extended to 2021. So if you didn't get it and you're still interested in it, you will still have the ability to apply for it. Um, what they are doing is for the idle grant, right? So the grant part, the up to $10,000, uh, what Congress had wanted when they gave out that grant was that everybody got $10,000, not a portion of it based on your employee size. So SBA kind of ruled on their own that we're just going to give a $1,000 for every employee you have instead, up to $10,000. So they now want to go back. And so now you can go back and ask for the, the additional money up to $10,000 if you didn't get the full 10, if you fit into this category. Now we're still waiting for what this actually means because this is very vague terminology, but if you are less than 300 employees located in low-income neighborhoods who have experienced a 30% reduction in gross receipts during any eight-week period between March 2nd and December 31st, you can then go back and get that full 10,000. I have no idea what that means. They need to put regulation around that. So that should come out probably Monday or Tuesday. And then obviously they extended it through 2021. Um, debt relief. I'm not sure if anybody here has an SBA loan, but if you do have an SBA loan um, and you you were you had this approved during the CARES Act, and you are now given a three month deferral. If you are an underserved borrower, you are actually given eight or five five additional months of relief. So not deferral. Now they're paying for five months. Um, and SBA payments of principal and interest on the first six months of new new loans. Are, are basically waived and pushed back. So, Somebody's asking as a film festival that uh, acts as a movie theater, would they qualify for the 3.5 multiplier? So I'll pull up the NAICS code 72 so you can see, but I actually think there's gonna be something better for you. Um, and, I'll, and I have to explain it too. So give me one second, I'll get back to that question. Um, I'm gonna skip the employee retention credit. I'm gonna go to right to the live venue grants. So this is brand new. And so this is gonna take a slightly longer period of time to, to roll out. But this is a new law that just got signed in. So it's a grant. 
So it's a grant for live venue venues, which would be a movie theater or a film festival. And so you can apply for up to, um, you know, it's really up to 50% of your, of your gross from 2019. And so let me get into the, the actual meat of it. So it's, it's $15 billion. Is this and state so, or California? This is, this is federal. I'm sorry. Sorry. That's what I meant. State or federal. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. So it's, uh, so this is a grant up to, you know, up to, you know, 50% of your total, total uh, revenue for 2019. Um, so this is a great opportunity for you to take advantage of it. And so we don't know a whole lot about this yet. It's just rolling out. There's special money set aside for venues that have less than 50 full-time employees. Um, the caveat though, is that you cannot take PPP and this. So you have to figure out what you're going to benefit more from, you know, but if it's 50% of your, of your gross revenue from 2019 as a grant, to me, that's going to probably be a lot more than PPP for 2.5 qualifier. But wait, if you've already taken PPP from the first round of PPP, that won't matter. It won't matter. This is for round two. Got it. Right. And this is really to address the fact that museums, movie theaters, event space has all been closed and not allowed to open. Um, So they want to, this is a special program just for that. So, and again, we don't have a lot of information on it other than the bullet points that came out of Congress. And so we're still waiting to get more information, but that's where this sits. And I'll pop in this information, but if you want to look up live venue grants or live venue, um, you know, SBA or federal government, you'll get a whole lot of information, but they are still building the rules and regulations. This grant will come out directly from the SBA. But you don't know exactly when it'll come out. It, it will come out quick, but this is going to take a little bit longer because it, it's not an existing program. They have to build it. But my guess is by February 1st, you'll see this out. So if you think you're an arts organization that qualifies for a live venue grant, you should not apply for the PPP second round then, at least you not should, until you find out about it. You should wait. You, know, you should wait and weigh out your options and understand which one's the better fit for you. Um, you have until March 31st or until the funds are completely um, gone from PPP round two. Um, but you'll have plenty of time, you know, to make, I think you're, you'll have enough time to make that decision. They're not going to make you speculate what this would be. That is what's out um, in this latest stimulus. So there's a lot out there around PPP, idle, and now this live venue grant. And then obviously there's the state of California grant. Um, the county has also rolled out $10 million. They get $2 million to each supervisor district that they're going to roll out in grants that will be coming out again um, sometime soon. So I think the good and the bad here is that there's a lot of, a lot of organization, a lot of entities doing a lot of things with money. The problem is that it's confusing because there's so much coming out at the exact same time. And then when they make applications like you see with the state, that makes it even harder because you got to figure out how to upload your stuff. And we're here to help you through these things. Um, when we get into PPP, idle, live venue grants, that's exactly where we fit. We have a team of 100 consultants on our team. We're all here to help you through all these things. So whatever you need, it's all one-on-one, right? We're federally funded by the SBA. So our job is to help in all SBA products. So if you got PPP in round one, most likely that bank is going to reach out to you, I would guess, and it should be pretty easy. This one will be much easier and cleaner than the first round, just because it's the same program. They just put more money into it and allowed you to go back in. I think you did an amazing job of explaining this grant, which has a lot of, as we said, nuance. But um, in terms of things that are coming, because you're the futurist now on all things at SBA, so uh, let me just see if I've got this right. I want to clarify some things. So uh, what we know is coming is that there's some money that's been put in Governor Newsom's budget for California, but that probably will not be rolled into federal grants. That'll be some kind of a state grant program, do you think? 
it'll be the same program and it'll just be more money into it. Oh, so so the money that he's putting in his budget will be rolled into these federal um, no, grant programs into the first grant that I walked you through that extra oh, okay. $575 so million. It, it'll be the second round of that grant then. Correct. Got it. Okay. So, so the first grant that we're in the first round of now may get more money through the state, through governor Newsom's uh, budget in the second round is what you're saying. Correct. And then the live grant, the live venue grants, we don't know about yet, but if you apply for that, you cannot have the PPP second round. So you should decide if you're an arts organization or you run a kind of a live venue, which I would imagine would include probably some, some small for-profit entities as well, like theaters yeah. and stuff, then you, uh, you can choose whether to apply for the live venue grants or the PPP second round, but not both. Okay, and then is there uh, this, the PPP second round? Do we know when that's jumping off? No. So it, it kicks off on Monday. It kicks off on Monday. Okay. And it expires March 31st. And will that also go through banks like the first round did? Exactly the same. Yeah. So, so what we said still applies that if you have a great relationship with a banker, um, either because they're on your board or they're a funder or you're part of their Rotary Club, you should uh, hit them up now. <laughs> yeah. Or if you already got it, if you received PPP in the first round, I would reach right out to that same bank and they're probably scrambling right now to set up all the, set everything up again. Um, but they will most likely reach back out to you and keep in mind, there's half of the amount of funding as there was the first time. Um, but they've also set aside very special money for smaller, smaller, smaller businesses and nonprofits. Um, they've also allowed the, the CDFIs to start this program before every other bank. So that they can really focus on the the most underserved communities first. CFI uh, meaning community development financial institution. Got sorry, um, yeah, sorry. We'd like to talk an acronym, um, but yeah. And so there's going to be a lot of set aside money. Same with the live venue grant. There's two billion dollars set aside for those businesses or those nonprofits that are less than 50, 50 full time employees. So you're seeing a lot of emphasis to make sure that the the small the small business, the small mom and pop, that they're all taken care of as well through this. Do you anticipate the live venue grants are also going to go through banks or just through, no, the, SBA? through the SBA? Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. So I think that covers everything. Did I miss anything? No. Okay. Whew, that's a lot. Thank you to the Gene Eschy Center for Nonprofit Research, California State University, Fullerton, and the College of Business and Economics for supporting our podcast. Our supporters include the Orange County Community Foundation, Southern California Gas Company, and you, our listeners. Thanks for the music provided to us by the California-based Brazilian Coro Ensemble, Grupo Falso Baiano. Have a great week, free from BS. Music.